You're listening to the 11th Hour, a ranted podcast. I am Sam Melancon of Debacle Records. I am Brad Rose of Foxy Digitalis. Each week, one of us picks a rancid song or a rancid adjacent song or three rancid songs sometimes. That we didn't even really pick. And yeah, <laughs> forced upon us. No. Um, <laughs> and we talk about all of our complicated feelings and what we love and what we hate about this strange little band called Rancid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this week was kind of an odd pick in that last week we had a fantastic mailbag episode, or I thought it was fantastic. It was fun yes. to do. Um, and our, uh, our, our now great uh, listener, uh, Drew, sent us a, a long message that, and, and you know, sent us a couple of messages through, uh, through various forms earlier on in the podcast, kind of imploring us to try out the beginning of Honor's All We Know, because he had sort of a, um, a personal connection to it, and that definitely resonated, mm-hmm. and sort of saying, hey, why don't, you, why don't you try those songs together? And we were looking for something to, to talk about on episode 51, kind of out of that mailbag. So we thought, well, you know, Honor's something that we... Haven't we've kind of avoided, on. honestly. Yeah, exactly. Like we, we tend to sort of rank it as the. I, I think the consensus has been so far that for us, even though we are not, we weren't listeners at the time when it came out, nor have we listened to it a lot. It ranks the lowest for us because it feels not only is it kind of from the quote unquote bad era, old rancid, but it's also very uninspired. Uh, so it has all of the things, plus it's pretty mediocre. So that that's kind of been this problem we've had. So we said, well, you know, we'll be able to knock out three three songs, and also right. we'll sort of give it a fair shake, and um, whatnot. So in his email, Drew had said, "Hey, try the first three songs," and I think he's misremembering. He he thought those were these perfect little nuggets. He also referenced the promo video that was put out and how that really sold him on the album. The promo video is actually songs three, three, five, and four, actually in that order, I believe. Is but it the that three, order? I think so. I think it's okay. not exactly the same it's not order. Three, four, as the, five. Okay. I, yeah, but it's those three songs. Yeah. Um, and fake live. I think it's just the album ones, but they're playing them, you know, on a sound stage. Right. Uh, pretending to play them. Uh, which you know they did that for Troublemaker in a garage, and we thought it was fine. So. Yeah. Um, Whatever, that's a very classic yeah, older absolutely. band yeah. band thing to do. You know, you mime your record. Uh, so I'm actually gonna say where that while I listen to all kind of all five of these songs, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that this this episode actually should probably be on that video because if that's what was triggering this for you, Drew. That was actually those tracks. And so. And if we're totally wrong, we're, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah let exactly. us know. Like, just be like, no, you guys are supposed to be the first three. <laughs> Come on, guys. The Read what I said. Well, <laughs> the, I mean, it was a little confusing. Either way, uh, Collision Course will be on both. Um, and uh, so the tracks we're talking about are Collision Course, Evil is My Friend, and Honor is All We Know from the album Honor is All We Know. How do you want to do this? Should we do like little like lightning rounds on each one and like play a little bit of them? Is that the best way to do this? Yeah, we haven't really so. talked about it. I mean, yeah, I think we could do that, and I mean, it'll probably Maybe be do a, a wrap up. Yeah, which a little more general thoughts on. I I think that works. I think that works. Yeah, let's do like kind of a, a quick kind of like general impressions on each song and kind of what they're about, and then do a wrap up and and see if we can kind of keep that tight. And- <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Try not to make this an hour long episode. We'll see. I mean, yeah. Uh, okay, so I don't think there's gonna be surprises, but yes. Yeah, so right. cl- let's start with the. Let's hear a little bit of Collision Course. So, Collision Course is kind of, of these songs, it's kind of the most, um, kind of, almost like rock and rockability, rockability, <laughs> rockability, rockability, that's a fun, I feel like that's like a tortoise, yeah. or yes, something like that's that. like a tortoise Little album, album yeah. cover, yeah, rockability, um, 
yeah, it's you know it's kind of got this um, walk-in baseline that that the the vocals kind of follow where it's mm-hmm. everything's kind of going you know it's like did I mention right you know it's kind of got this really old school structure to it honestly I think the the energy on this track of the three tracks is maybe the most interesting it is so rote and kind of like I said like just like this rockabilly right. rock and roll kind of whatever i do like the guitar that i believe is lars that's kind of got this a little edge to it kind of like yeah old old school rock edge to it um yeah i think i i agree with that i think it's i think there's speaking of like the energy of it it's it's a little more fun than i remember it yes and it like to me i hear sort of those beginning um like the inklings of those feelings that really come out in Troublemaker. I was going to say the, the re-listening to this, I feel like I'm feeling proto Troublemaker more than the last time I did listen to this. I will say it does not have that full bodied DGAF, you know, like, like, like that. I feel like came to fruition on Troublemaker, but it does have a little bit of that, like kind of a proto Bava rock and roll kind of like, they're not reinventing the wheel. They're mostly talking about being kids. And it's kind of that classic Tim and Lars, like, music saves your life, you know. Yeah, I mean, they're really trying the to... Time. The, it really does feel like they're trying to, like, recapture the, uh, mm-hmm. like, radio or Roots Radical kind of mm-hmm. inner vibe, you know. it's. I mean, and, and, and so that's kind of where I struggle with it a bit yeah, because yeah. and i think that's it's going to be a recurring theme of what we talked about today i feel like is it's it very much to me feels like old guys trying to recapture an a thing that is dead and gone like like well, yeah 100 percent. and and so it, it, to where and and so you know this song it it has a lot of that but it does still have kind of that it's like but they at least sound like they're having fun with it a little bit. And that is appealing. Like it's not. Um, and we'll, of the three songs, I, well, I'll, we'll, I'll talk about it. We'll do that in the wrap up anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think it, it is, it falls down in the fact that like the core element of it is kind of built on, like you said, the roots radicals is a totally valid uh, comparison that I comp that like I kind of missed up until this point, but yeah, like Roots Radicals Radio, kind of like rem- remember this sort of thing, <laughs> and and of course that's kind of our our problem with Honor All Up, you know, from the font right. on the cover all the way down to right. everything else. And so like, but I do think the we're on a mission, got no remorse, one hundred miles an hour collision course, the way it's delivered and the way it cuts to just him singing, and yeah, everybody, it is very. We're back to musical theater rancid a little bit. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, like, you could see a bunch of people doing, like, a coordinated dance to this, that that, that chorus. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would love that, and... frankly. <laughs> <laughs> so would Tim, I think. No, uh, and, you know, but, you know, and that's if, if they, if it, Troublemaker era rancid, who gives less of a fuck, might have given in to that. You know, Tim might have been like, hey, I'm going to make a... <laughs> I mean, that's what the rock and roll theater kind of ended up being, but like, uh, and you know, maybe that's got some great stuff. I don't know. I, uh, so I haven't returned to it too much, but you know, like I think there's kind of a smile on the, more of a smile on the face of the song that I remembered because for the most part, this album has a problem that, uh, Domino's, whatever it's called, uh, yeah. has, which is that sort of, I don't believe you sort of problem of like you say these things but the way you're saying them feels so not interested in this stuff um i think this album really really suffers from a blandness problem in the the production and especially in the delivery and i would say this one tries more and has a little bit of a heartbeat underneath it and is you know it's kind of um i don't know there's there's some there's something there 
it, it, it does fall apart for the most part, but it, it is a good one where like, if you aren't paying attention and you're just kind of listening to the like ratchet, it's kind of got this ratcheting melody harmony thing that happens where it kind of goes up and up and up and then it right. resolves with collision course and then it, and then it kind of goes down da, 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 and then it gets back into the sort of like going up and up and up. And, um, I think that it's good. I, and I, I, I think if you had said they like, if they held this song back and put it on troublemaker a couple of years later, it wouldn't have felt wildly out of place. I think they got right. better at doing this sort of song on troublemaker. Right. And again, the mystery of troublemaker is like, why do we give them a pass for some pretty cheesy, empty, you know, kind of looking backwards songs on, on troublemaker where this one we don't. And I think it's just energy level and just confidence. And this one feels a little, feels very close to troublemaker, but it still does. It just kind of feels like, all right, kind of wrote. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think that the word I keep thinking of when I think about it's like because when we talk about the you know trying to recapture the old magic and the mm. we're we're the old tough guys we're still here like there's this you know like chip on their shoulder or they're very defensive of like no we're still relevant we're and on troublemaker it seems less that way like it again I think it's the they maybe realize like who gives a fuck we've done it all like we're fucking yeah we and i don't think it just seems like on this record they haven't quite got there i i realize that's it's like so why is troublemaker okay and this one isn't it's like it's all vibes man yeah <laughs> it's a little it's a little suspect but it i it, it continues to be true for me personally at least Say, you know right. what i mean like it might not be true for anybody that's listening to this and that's fine uh i think that that's this is sort of the, the problem with hyper fandom you know what i mean like right. where like what what are you talking about man like like <laughs> like it's all the same but like i mean they were probably recorded two and a half years apart in the end you know what i mean they were probably pretty close to each other so like let's not get it twisted like you know what i mean so um yeah but i uh, yeah i also think that for the most part and we'll see it on this songs i think honor is full of a lot of i songs and like we, I, oh me. yeah, yeah. And I think Troublemaker, for the most part, is stepping into somebody else's shoes, Very or much. talking about somebody else, and that I like. And that's some Same. of the best Tim. Well, that's been true since day one. Yep. Adina, we just did Adina. As much as we maybe that was was very loose about what was it exactly about. Um, it was about somebody else, you know. Well, and and, and, so, and also Troublemaker feel when because you know there's also the Tim songs where it's about somebody else but it feels a little maybe exploitive or a little like like you know we talked about mm -hmm, this with mm -hmm. uh red hot moon where it's like like especially towards the end as it's like oh it's she like, died she's saying with right, this song yeah. yeah like she she all this shitty stuff happens and then she died and it's like what's the point of what right. you're trying to say like, and then like, and then skinhead rob really makes it and then skinhead rob and a really um, cool organ part and we're out you but, know what i mean it's yeah, like but but yeah like on troublemaker it it feels like it's back it, yeah it doesn't i don't know man they, they were out in the world they were out in the, yeah they were they were out in the wilderness for a while like that you know not to keep does bringing it up like but the like fucking divorce had... fucked him up for a decade yeah more. it does feel like it it does feel like they were just like well all these contemporary bands moved on and we just kept getting pigeonholed backwards and like it felt like you know we talk about how people triple down when they're like backs are against the wall, right? And I feel like that's kind of what kept happening with Rancid. Yeah. They 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 fucking tripled down on this sort of like stunted growth. And what was really funny was like, this is so stupid. Like we're so you know we see these guys are very simple one dimensional people. But two things happened that I was with these guys. One, I was looking at that. Um, the guy that made Buddy, I was talking to somebody about Buddyhead back in the day. Um, that that website that was like the hardcore website that like would post all sorts of stuff. They were like LA that would like you know be like here's somebody's personal number who we hate, and they were the guys that went in like stole Fred Durst's hat and like like auctioned it for um, you know stuff back in the day. They were like they were like yeah. kind of dickhead like meatheads, but they were also kind of like the good avenging kind of. TMZ of 
like metal bands and they hated new metal and all these things. And they were really mad at transplants. It was why it reminded me. And the guy put out a book of photos and he actually talked, had a really cute photo of Tim and talked about being like connecting with him on an early warp tour and actually kind of being bummed that because they were shitting on transplants later, he doesn't have a connection to Tim anymore because all the stuff that went on down with skinhead Rob and Tim and like buddy had just ripping into them nonstop which is mm-hmm. totally valid in my mind. But he said it was really cute because they were talking about at the time about how much they love Jawbreaker. And it's like, of course Tim loved Jawbreaker. Like right. that guy's songwriting style is very Tim-like, you know, like very direct, very like diary, you know, like very like unobscured, direct personal stories and heavy guitars. Like Tim, like, there wasn't all these rules, like, in 94 about, like, what you were allowed to like as much, you know what I mean? They was bus- good buddies with the Beastie Boys, and he, mm-hmm. you know, played these shows with, like, Sonic Youth, and, like, you know what I mean? There was less of this tribalism that Warped Tour to sort of epitaph-only, you know, sort of stuff created. And then, you know, I saw something Lars talking, like, this week on some podcast, and he was talking about how much he liked Turnstile, and I was like, oh, good, like, thank God. Like, yeah. he, the, like when he was talking about hardcore, he still likes. And he was talking about how, like, they're changing the game. And I was like, I think in 2008, he wasn't like, I love Blood Brothers. You know what I mean? Like, weird, obscure, hardcore. Yeah. They probably weren't, like, ready to be, like, okay with the stuff that doesn't sound like themselves. You know what I mean? Like, right. they probably... And now he's, like, ready for it. You know, he's saying, like, yeah, Turnstile, it springs all this stuff that's, like, cheesy or outside of, you know... Like, Mm -hmm. outside of the styles I'm supposed to like, you can just admit it's really good. It is really good. Like, and they are, like, doing good things for hardcore. It's like, uh, I just, I feel like there was this period in the middle where if you didn't have a bullet belt and you weren't on, like, three, you you weren't, like, the unseen or anti-flag, like, you weren't in their world, you know? Like, they just went and they hid in this scene and they, they felt maybe scorned. Like, we were cool. We were, like, the thinking man street punk clash band you know what i mean like we were we were kind of approved we were hanging out with kill rock stars people like like, like right. you know like like we were the approved dumbos from that group right. you know what i mean like right absolutely and and, and like there was going to be all this crossover and then it just insular insular insular, insular and even more so la insular and and transplants insular and it's like you just i just wonder how lonely this period felt Mm. around well i guess we just redo the things that those people like from us you know what i mean does that make sense i know this is a big weird rant but like no i think it does i mean i think it's uh, i think it 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 makes a lot of sense Uh, i mean i think it all goes together in the sense of you know back to what you we you were saying at the beginning where it's like you double and triple down on things and it's it's yeah. like and so maybe in their mind it's like okay well we gotta just you know really do these things that worked for us in the past that got us here or you know and the, the people yeah. who are and for the people who are still here or whatever you know like the yeah and for the people who would still come see us they they want this very specific narrow band of what yeah and it and it yeah and i think it's easy to get in that spiral where you've kind of got these blinders on and you can't you can't or you don't want to or some common you know see anything that's going on out like beyond that thing and that's and to me like that's where you know with and yeah i think i think that's a really good call that it it must be really lonely (laughs) like it must be really I mean, it it sounds kind of sad, you know, like to think, especially for like, you know, for me, a big part of making music and being part of um, this community or whatever you want to call it is being able to connect with other people outside of my small scope because it, yeah it makes a, it makes my life more fulfilling and interesting because there's, I, you know, you just, you, you learn more and you discover more and just get more out of whatever your small, you know, beyond your small little orb. And 
I, but you know, and, and I've, and I've been there too, where when I, you know, I think back to certain periods of when I was doing digitalis and it was just like, Oh, well I'm like, it was all, I, 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 I it was almost like a cliche of like, like keep getting more obscure, more obscure. Okay. This CDR is an edition of eight. This is, and like always trying to just be very like focused in on this small point. And then at some point that, wall or whatever like crack crumble and that's you know and i i actually i i would give uh, my old friend john twells a lot of credit here and opening my eye like like dude there's so much amazing stuff way beyond this that's going on and you should like it's worth knowing about and paying attention to and and then it's like once i got out of that you know, space and into this, it like creatively, it just opened up so much to me. And and for what I was, you know, like, Oh my God, there's so much more possible. And, and I don't know what that has to do with this, this one. I feel like I've gone off, <laughs> but no, 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 I uh, no. you're saying like where the benefits are for, for not yeah. to you miss when you, when you, when you get comfortable, so comfortable that you look around and you're like, Whoa, now I'm numb. You yeah. Know, I'm, that's, that's a perfect way to put it. And I, and I think that that even, you know, I mean, beyond just, you know, creative pursuits, you know, any aspect of life, like if you get, if you get too, like not saying people need to put themselves in like uncomfortable situations, like don't go to a fucking MAGA rally and try to, <laughs> you know, talk, you know, whatever. But like it, there is, there is, I, I think there is so, so much value in just not and I mean, and this is, this is <laughs> like, to me, this is one of the huge problems with what, where we are as a society is that it's so easy to stay in your own little bubble and never go out That's of it. Sure. Yeah. And so, uh, and even like you and I, who are people that are hunters, you know, I would say yeah. like about certain things I can easily, if my life is busy Go yeah. comfort food music, comfort food music, comfort food music. And a few months later, I'm like, I listen to like the same, you know, to me, I say 10, but I probably made hundred things, you know what I mean? Sure. And they're yeah. all of a certain tone and that tone's great and amazing. And like, I'm, I'm not like ashamed of it in any way, but I'm more like, mm, I'm missing so much. I know I'm right. missing things I would like. And it's like, it's just, it's just a bummer when it's like, and it's gotten harder, you know, sure. I, mean, I, mean, I miss, life. you know, I, <laughs> Life is hard. Being old is hard. And also, like, the world is not built to, like, recommend things to you in the same way. Now they recommend things to you in this algorithmic way versus, like, I miss TMT. I miss Foxy D, you know, in its old form. You know, I miss all these things, you know. So, like, uh, I don't have the same infrastructure I used to have. But, like, I don't know. Like, if it's hard for me, it must be hard for anybody. And so, like, especially when you have that, like, feedback of, like, how many sales did you get for your album? What are people saying to you when you're at the show? What are, how do they react when you're playing a music you know, song? And what ha- what happens after the show when they're like, "Oh man, I loved Elk of the Bulls," and I like that this album sounds like Elk of the Bulls. You know, it's like, right. okay, good. That feels good. Like, why wouldn't that feel good? You know what I mean? Like, right. You know, you're like, yeah, man, we're doing the right thing. You know, like, like, but that's not everybody, and it's not all of your possible futures. You know what I mean? Like. And it, yeah, it's, it's also not it, the only thing you're capable of, you know, we know that. Like Right. I mean, and it's so and it ends up being so limiting and yeah. and you and, and you know, and it, I, the bad optic or doom regulator, it's you know, it's again like not not that it's reinventing the wheel or anything, but that's no. you know, but that's still it does feel like Tim, it, it's stepping is, it's yeah, it's yeah. like stepping out so, like it's it's still in the arena, but it's stepping outside of the one, like one section of it that it, they've been kind of stuck in for a while. And, and again, recently I, it feels like, it feels like it's like, it's still within the, the scope of possible Tim, but not like what he's personally been doing recently. Yeah. And, and so, and to me that like, that's super exciting and yeah that's why um, it's so exciting right now and and so to bring it back to this album i mean <laughs> that that's honestly it's the it's the thing i think this this album is like well let's just play the hits except for they're gonna be like the way shittier version of them 
Because yeah, they like the level D version of the right. Hit. So like to get into e- so okay, let me let's play a little clip from Evil's My Friend and yeah, go into yeah, that for a second. Good. Like th- again, this is, and I feel like this is a song that is very well thought of, like outside of this podcast. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. It seems like a. I, I think so too. I think this is one of their favorites. And you know what? I think musically, I love that opening guitar line. Da 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 da. And I, like, and I really I, like the tone of it too. Actually, like just the sonic yeah. quality of it. Be like the yeah, melody the, is the great. The timbre of it is yeah. super cool. Um, and, and I like the, you know, I'm assuming this is an interrupters, Kevin, you know, jam right. and a lot of that extra stuff. And I like the tone of it. Like, this is a little bit of like, yeah, more of this, you know what I mean? Like, like we kind of felt like that about up to no good. It, it's kind of the up to yeah. no good of this, this record. Um, it shocked me when you put the lyrics, like, is this truly the entire lyrics? I, I mean, I don't know. I, it must be. I, I mean, copied like, it from a lyrics website. I, yeah, I mean, it must but, be. I'm just saying, yeah. like, <laughs> I, I hadn't thought about it, but, like, it has, it already was, like, in my head, like, an outer candy shell with nothing on the inside. Right. This is even, it's even more. <laughs> but, like, also, what the fuck is it saying? Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I think he got evil as my friend. Just as say like an interesting, like heel turn, fun. It's like concept. It's like McGruff the crime dog wrote a ska song. If you look at these, <laughs> crime epidemic. <laughs> I mean, only I if you like let it. Like, it's gonna drag you down. I, Just say I, no I, to drugs. <laughs> I that's, that was the thing, man. I feel like uh like I I I told a MAGA. You know, I uh, chat GBT to write a MAGA ranted song. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! But then, the, but then it's evil as my friend. You know what I mean? Like, right. like, like it's like he's kind of embracing it, and I get the sort of thing of like, there's always been an element of like, criminals aren't bad people; they're just put upon people. And like, I'm friends with you know the yeah, bad, the maybe. people with the bad. Like that's always been a thing in ranted. You know, like of like the the sort of beaten down tough guys are the people I want to save and all this stuff. You know. But, like, what this feels like to me a little bit is, again, that, like, fine, you don't like me, right. I'm going to be... And it feels like, again, very musical theater. Like, it feels like a heel turn, you know? It feels like, well, then I will become evil, or, like, I will have Ooh, my... Maybe this is... Maybe the, maybe Lars had a lot more influence on this song than it sounds like, and it's the wrestling thing, like the heel turn, you and know? I, like, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of feels like it. It feels like somebody could use it as, a, like... Right. It's like, uh, oh, my God, it's... Actually, it would be a great Danhausen uh, one, but the only thing about modern wrestling I know about and like... But, uh, like... Stone Cold! I, Stone Sorry. <laughs> you just... Oh my god, that's Stone Cold music! It's like, oh my god, that'd be amazing. I love it. Uh, but it kind of has that, like, it has that that heel turn of wrestling and music. I mean, wrestling and musical theater are very similar. Oh god, they are. It's one to one. It's it's large theatrical. Read it from the, the the furthest seat away, sort of soap opera, right? You know, and so like. Yeah, like I, I. No wonder Lars and Tim get along so well. Oh, they're totally the same thing. I mean, yeah, yeah like that's the <laughs> the big big gestures and everything. But like, I mean, there's nothing at the heart of this. It, if there is anything at the heart of this, it's kind of this disingenuous, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's got a fun little. It's kind of fun to sing. The evil is my friend in the Tim voice. Like it kind of fits his voice really well. I will say, of the three songs, I actually do think that this is the best. Like sonically, like the song. Yeah, the no, best. I agree. Oh, I agree with that completely. Um, and it's like 
It's not going to make it's, any of my like a rancid mix or something, probably. But uh, no, it's not. It's I, I it's, still haven't I still, been convinced that there's a good song, like a great no. song on this album. Yeah, um, like it's not. You know, you said so it's kind of the. Up, the it's kind of the. You said it's kind of the up to no good, but it's yeah. like it's nowhere near as good as up to no good. No, it <laughs> isn't. It, but it has that same thing of kind yeah. of an empty, really upbeat. Um, right. Like they maybe wrote the lyrics after they ever had the hook, you know, sort of right. vibe. Um, which is pretty common for them. And then I think, I think evil is my friend as a, and the way he sings it and then he kind of drags it out and there's like reverb on his voice. Like, I think there's some fun stuff there. How do you feel about Tim's vocal performance on this record in general? I don't know if I have a lot of feelings about it. I just think in general, like they're so, they feel tired. They feel tired in a different way than, yeah like there was That's, a crispness to the last record the previous record to this that felt like you could really hear how much they're just standing next to a mic like <laughs> at 9 a.m kind of talking a song into existence but like this one's more like i'm trying to be cool and it's just very flat to me yeah yeah no I'm, did I, you have what What did you have there do you, no, you have I, a take i i think it's i i know i think we're on the same page most it feels like he feels less, um, you know, because we've talked about with like 2000, he's really trying to uh, like enunciate. And it's, yeah. it's like, one of, and then I feel like this is, it's like he's got a mouth full of cotton or something a lot of the time. And it's tired is a good description. I think it's very. Oh, yeah. I, I think on Collision Course, I could see that, that he's kind of like, feels like it's like take seven. Right, it's like, oh, he's, Jesus he's Christ, guys. guys. Yeah, even more than normal. Although yeah. I would say this one, I would say he's a little bit sharper than normal. Yeah, I just think overall it's, I mean, but like, yeah. it's, you know, on Domino's, they sound bored. I think like, they sound they're, like they're like they're scratch vocals or something. Yeah, yeah they sound it's, like just, they're like, it's just, yeah, this sounds a lot, at least more finals. engaged, but it yes. just, it's, it's. It kind of actually a lot of times sells sounds like I really want to do this, but I just fucking can't because I'm fucking Does exhausted. Feel like they thought this was going to be their big return to form album. Like they personally like like I feel like they're trying to sell it really. Hard. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Yeah, like um, well, on that note, um, well, yeah, let's talk I mean, about let's talk about the title track. So the title track, like, okay, let's hear a little bit of it. Yeah. Don't change a goddamn thing. Hold your head up high. When the hard times come, we have the strength to defy. Believe in yourself. So when this came out and it was the pre-single for it and the video came out for it, I remember mm-hmm. like clicking on something because I, you know, I still had enough whatever in my life that I got a little ping somewhere and I listened to this and I believe this was in my mind when I stepped away from Rancid, like fully mentally, I was like, I will never like another Rancid song. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like I just was like, they're fully agnostic front, you know, Roger Moret in his like, you know, fifties, just the, like the intro sounds like a queers ripoff completely. Yeah. You, you, you do. I said, that. I was saying screeching weasel, but it's, I was, I was going back when we're thinking it's, it's more queers, but it's like that nineties, oh. early nineties lookout thing, which, you know, again, they have very strong ties to, but they've never really gone that. And it just the, Oh my God. It sounds like, go listen it, to, like yeah, fuck the world yeah, or something on. by the queer yeah it, it is it does have that like pop punk like and it to me there's a little bit of like tiny amount of bouncing souls but yeah you're right it's way more oh my God, you could almost get into like mxpx and some of the oh, real yeah. dregs of that stuff like it does have a that is you're right that like that's not really a style that they're known for like this song structure isn't their normal song structure. It feels like I would say kind of a bouncing soul song structure of like the way they sing along to that guitar line is, 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 yeah, mm. is not a rancid song. Usually. No, 
That's funny. I you've even said that before, and I've kind of clocked what you're talking about. I get with that guitar line and that playing the melody yeah. in that way, but I didn't really think about it up until this point. But that sort of like, you know, when we point to something saying like we're still here, we're still cool, you know, like like right, like aging punk rock, street punk sort of thing, and how much we hate it. I think of this song. Same there's here. also a song on on. What's the song on the previous album that's like that? That's almost the exact same thing. Um, I don't know. I, uh, I know what you're talking about, but I can't fucking remember anything. God damn it. It's um, Last One to Die. Oh, God. Oh, right. Jesus yeah. Christ. They're like the same song in my mind. And uh, it's just... And that was <laughs> the single yeah. from that one, too. You know? It was. And it's, they and were like, really... Because that was... They were trying... Yeah. They're like trying to convince... The, I don't know. They're trying to... There's... That's where it's, these albums fall so flat for me because they seem because you know picking them as the single they're obsessed with it seems like they're obsessed with proving proving how it. yeah but that like doesn't every fucking hair on your body stand up and go hold on a second oh has that ever been cool no, have you yeah. ever heard a band prove it and like like make it work like has that ever worked like like my wife always says um like when certain people like like celebrities or whatever you know dress really like outside of their own like like that doesn't work for you or they say something you know she's like right like especially in print instead of like off the cuff she's always like okay fine whatever love reveal magnifico that's fine we found out who you are but like don't you have people like right. doesn't anybody stop you? Like well, I just feel like why where is but, Brett? Where's where's all these people just being like, hold on. But this again, is cheesy. This isn't gonna do what you want. I know Brett's not gonna be the one. Well I know, but no, but I mean this, we talked about this two weeks ago with Tropical London, where it's like, how did this get onto the fucking album? How did somebody let them like yeah. it's like you're just embarrassing yourself. And I also want to say about this song, Honor is Among Us, Honor is All We Know. Are you gonna try to really fucking sell that to me after the shit you pulled after your wife left you and f- like fuck well, off? They're honorable. They didn't they didn't fucking uh, give me a fuck. Uh, like just this yeah, this this Also what is the fuck the is bottom... Honor's Among Us mean? I don't know. There's also this very like I feel like this almost like jingoistic fucking vibe to this song that this feels what very I'm saying. Like, like it's got a conservative tone yeah. like you could take almost all these songs when you get into that like punk rock means you know four four chords in a in a you know bridge and you're like what that's what punk rock means to you i thought it was talking heads you know what i mean like right. like like the same mentality creates this sort of well actually a lot of hardcore early hardcore in new york especially and and punk rock when it gets into this kind of conservative phase comes across as very masculine anti everything mm-hmm. that punk is bar rock you know um just yeah basically conservatism like like the right. reverse you know at, right in, in and and like like that phase of sort of honoring honoring uh but like but saying like the only thing of value here is that we are continuing to do this instead of being like oh we should be doing something else by now right. you know what i mean it, it like when you slip into that thing you're like uh are you are you really doing the right is that what punk rock is you know what i mean like, yeah and 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 again they're they're kind of trapped by all these things that are saying hey you should keep doing this and it's like, and you know, they should be allowed to play the music they like. Like, there's there's sure. definitely a layer of that for sure. But like, but I should also song, be allowed to fucking hate it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, literally, the first song on this is "Don't Change a Goddamn Thing, Hold Your Head Up High." Yeah, oh, I mean, we have the strength to believe in yourself. Let the I mean, like, this is total. I mean, like. Uh, Oh, self like and, that sort of self like, prosecute. Don't like, forget, like, but I'm forgive so, every man. Like, oh fuck yeah, off, oh, God, this is. Oh, I like, hate this. This is if you don't. I mean, really come back to this album and these like songs that have this tone, and really look at them through the view of like toxic masculinity. Sort mm-hmm. of this sort of like, I you're my friend and I'm loyal. There's a there's this problem yeah. with loyalty. Loyalty freaks me out. Yeah. I like loyalty. I like people blind who are loyal. loyalty. I, freaks me. But out. like that sort of tone of like loyalty being a code word for. 
I don't have to answer for anything yeah. and neither do you, but brother, you know what I mean? Right. Brothers in arms, you know, like that tone is just whether they mean it or not, it is stuff that can be hijacked for really creepy stuff and not, not, I don't even think they mean that they're just stupid on this record, I think. <laughs> but it, it rubs me in such a awful no, way. God, yes. And it just makes me go, what the hell are you doing? Like you guys wrote, Outcome the Wolves, you know what I mean? Like, like you're literally trying to make this one feel like an Outcome the Wolves. Like, this is I yeah. don't understand how you think that the, this tone matches an Outcome the Wolves. You know what I mean? Like, like this is the opposite of that. That it's you like know? you know how you uh, you see all these articles. I've seen them through the year where it's like you know some company or something they created this AI thing and put it out in the world and eventually it becomes like horribly racist and like yeah very but, quickly it becomes <laughs> right like this to me is and, and i'm not saying that this is like on that level but it's like eventually if you if you ask like chat gpt or a, some ai to make make write a new version of outcome the wolves like it eventually like the next they made honors always but then the next step is going to be the the like screwdriver version or something like it's it it just feels like it's yeah and and I think you're and I totally it's like I don't think that the and that intent is here at all like at all I don't but that same that but, same like direction creates that outcome you know what yeah, I mean like that, exactly that's yeah. that's how you get there you know what I mean whether or not they started there or they meant it or they are actually susceptible to that this is still the same language that gets you into that mindset yeah and it it just alarm like alarm bells just are like blaring i mean it literally says like the the mat versus it takes courage to make it in this land what the fuck are you talking about yeah is that the i thought that was the lars verse maybe that's oh that made more sense but like (laughs) but but don't forget but forgive every man i know prosperity it feels like it's this problem of like a lot of populism is like great until it's not you know it all this sort of stuff is great until it's not and it's like Oof! Oof! Yeah, man, and, and they got you, nothing to say. All these platitudes could be really heard in the wrong like, way. Really I don't co-opted. Like as, yeah, and and again, I I don't think that they as people believe in like they are not. You know, like I mean, we've talked about plenty of times that like Lars especially gets real close to the line, and we're like but it never seems to and then he'll say something that you're like wow that's great you know which, you really which do... to be fair my wife completely she disagrees she's like no i think it's gone over the line a number of times i was like okay yeah. well we can have that conversation um <laughs> it's uh, probably valid by the right. way right yeah but i think just for the most part like if you like sum the guys right tr- you know it's like when you try to see like what the true core of the guys which is a little bit 100 projection and you know like Sure. Who knows what the? How do you know what somebody's true person is? And like, does it matter if they've crossed the line? But like, right. Which is a topic, you know, worth discussing. But it's like, I think for the most part, these guys, when push comes to shove, say the right things, do the right things, and right. are popular. Like their populism is leans towards unions and you know all these great things. You know that I believe in strongly and everything. But then. Um, but this song especially gives me pause. Let me just. <laughs> yes, this, this song especially gives me pause. And even if it doesn't, it's fucking stupid. I know. And ha, you do, know, and do you want to? What's your? Ha, how do you feel about Matt's vocals on this song? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. They're Matt vocals. I'm sure you don't love them. Uh, I mean, they're you, you know, Matt vocals. Actually, I think that like trying. you can discern different notes on this song. Like, right, I was going to say, remember yes. being like, "Wait a minute!" Actually, yeah, this is the song that I was like, "Wow!" Like, he's actually like kind of going for it more. It's than still got the Grover thing going on, but the or not Grover. Uh, Gro- oh no, yeah, Grover. No, Grover. Grover. is well, it Grover? Wait, which one? Grover? It's what I think you meant. Oh, Grover's yeah. the blue one. They both okay. have. A, which is the one with the big nose? The blue. It's like dark blue and gray. Is that blue one? Dark blue with the big nose is Grover. Okay. No. <laughs> yes. No. I'm. I, I'm oh, not saying you're wrong. I'm, you. I'm. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Of, oh yeah, Grover. No, Gonzo. Gonzo is the one. But yes. No. He oh, is. Oh, big lo- nose no. that way. Okay. Yeah. No, Matt. Yes, Grover is the touch point for me for Matt vocals. Like it's. Um. Yeah, Fozzie's good too, but it's. Um. But, but anyway. All, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, I don't care. I don't. I don't. 
I Matt's vocals uh, are I mean, by far are not anywhere. It's nowhere like, close to my biggest problem it. with the song, so I don't really no. give a shit. It so. just rolls right off, and yeah. But it's also like, what are you guys doing? Like, and then you name the song after the album after this, and like, uh, I don't know. Like, this is the one. Like when I listen to "Evil Is My Friend" and "Collision Course," I'm like, yeah, I see the splitting hairs on like why is "Troublemaker" better. Then I listen to this song and I'm like, "Troublemaker" is so much fucking better than this. <laughs> and if they they put out another album that has this tone, oh yeah, I don't know. I actually Whatever. wouldn't mind if they do the like pop punk shrieking weasel thing, like like that. Thing yeah, go of, for it, like, man. Like I again, like the trying on different parts of, sure. of pop punk is has been working for them on Troublemaker, like all the swinging utters and Dropkick Murphys and stuff. Yeah, like, I like hearing Tim and Lars try on those. Like there was even a little Bad Religion on that album. Yeah, like I I'm all for it. Like I, I think in my past I would be like, wow, this is really derivative. But like now I'm like into it. So like yeah, do a better song with that pop punk structure because like you know write a Jawbreaker song for all the God's sake. Like I I know you like them. You know what I mean? Like but like. Uh, don't don't bring this bullshit conservative empty meaning it means so little too that anybody could put whatever the hell they want on it that's the other right. dangerous thing of this that like yeah this could literally just be anybody's anthem for something great or something awful and that yep. that to me means you're not trying very hard and you're also just like not your all this conviction coming out of your mouth isn't really conviction at all because you're, you're, you're just kind of being so loose, you know, that's poor yeah. writing, you know, even if you did mean it to mean something, it's poor writing as, as written right now, you know? So I, I really, this is, these three songs are interesting choice because it's like collision course is completely generically fine. Latter day rancid, but not good in any way. It's like, <laughs> meh. Okay. I get it. Yeah. Evil is my friend is that problem of like, Wow, sometimes they really just write a great hook, but like they kind of fall apart on the lyrics right. and the and the kind of cohesiveness. And then and this then song I'll... is like, this is why I fucking hate Latter Day Rancid. This right. is what right. kills me about Rancid. And if they slip back into this mode, I will be heavily disappointed. And I think they're better than this. That, yeah, I know they I, are. I know they the are. Troublemaker wasn't that. Like, right. I, I, are we? Do we have Rose? I mean, I'd love to hear other people's. Thoughts. I don't think we have rose tinted glasses on that. I don't think Troublemaker has a lot of this tone. Yeah, I don't. I I really don't think I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna go back and listen like this weekend and see if you know something. But yeah. I don't think so either. I feel like I've listened to it enough at this point that I I know it. Like not I don't know as well as like outcomes like any of the early ones, but like I know it pretty decently. And I don't. Yeah. And again, like this, the f- first time I ever heard this song, it was just like. Like you said, hairs on the back of my neck when it was just like, ooh. I mean, I, the, yeah, I couldn't finish the video without being like, all right, I'm done. Right. You know, it was like the last one had all these problems, and I was like, it had the word still, last one to die. I was like, oh, God. Right. And then a few years later, you know, years and years went by, and then I was like, oh, they got another one? Oh, they're still doing this, and it's worse? Right. I'm out. I will never like another Rancid song, you know? And it's just like, yeah, that, that chapter had closed, and... <laughs> I don't think I would have believed I would be, you know, a year into making <laughs> right. Rancid podcast, but uh, here we are, you know, so here, like things can change. <laughs> yeah. And then not only a year into making a Rancid podcast, making a Rancid podcast where we've come to terms like, oh, their last album is actually pretty good. Yeah. Even, even right. crazier. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, that part is even weirder. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I think. I think that's good. I don't. I think we've kind of wrapped it up. Do you think we need to oh, like? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Like, and yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to get there with this album. I'm never going to get in a place. I'm where determined I, to find like a hidden gem. I think we tried that a couple times already. I still think it's malfunction, but yeah, I think we already found it. But that's me. Um, yeah, you're right. They, there was malfunction. So and it wasn't bad. I I still want to. People love breakdown so much, and it's like close to good. Maybe I'll come around on breakdown. Yeah. Well, we'll but, do it eventually, probably, know. and maybe that'll yeah, force oh, us sure, to yeah. consider it more. Um, <laughs> but for I'm now, so I'm, I'm not going to listen to this album for a while until I have. No, to. it just I have to be kind of convinced to listen to this album is where I'm ending up, which is a bummer. But that's yeah. how it is. Um. Cool. Yeah. So uh, next week, it's a big episode. What are you gonna? Yeah. So it's our sort of our, it's episode fifty-two. So that's. It's been a year, basically, 
we're calling it a year. Crazy. I mean, it's uh, been a year, basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for for weeks leading up to this, I had one pick that I was like, oh, okay, we're gonna it's time to do this. And then a couple weeks ago, I was out on my daily walk, and it just kind of. I think I may have had been. I was probably prepping for an episode, honestly, and like listen to something over and over and then just put the whole discography on shuffle trying to figure out what the fuck I was going to pick. I think is probably what happened. And, and then at that point I, a song came on. I was like, Oh, this is duh. This is what we got to do for a year. Like our big episode one year. So, um, and, and someone t- I mentioned this in the, in the mailbag. So it is time to talk about the 11th hour. crazy it's crazy that we haven't even thought about it <laughs> i know I, I yeah i uh yeah it's gonna be <laughs> so yeah, it's wild but uh yeah it's a it's a great song and i think very fitting for our first year and it's been an awesome first year so yeah it's been a fucking blast it's still i still can't believe that this is we're still still going strong here um <laughs> And I don't think we've done Outcome the Wolves in a while, actually. I don't know. I'm trying. Yeah, to... we we kind of stepped stepped away there for a little while. But yeah, so I don't even remember. Yeah, no, it's a good one. So, all right, that's it for today. This one kind of got long, so I'm going to wrap us up here. Um, and I've forgotten how. It, like, I some reason we recorded a week ago, and I feel like it was like two months ago. Just how long <laughs> this week's been. Um, you can find us on Twitter and on Instagram at Rancid Pod. Send us an email, 11th hour podcast, 11th, 11th hour pod, 11th hour pod at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail, all the, you know, go to our social media and hit the link tree and you can find all our info and yeah, let us know how, how ridiculous we are in our opinion on troublemaker versus honor or let us know how right we are. That'd be, be just, even better. Just a lot of emails about how correct we are. Yeah, I, I could really use that this week. Um, anyway, <laughs> all right. Uh, and until next time for our one year, and it'll be on our one year anniversary, we will Yeah, we probably should have oh, talked no, about that first. Evil but... is all we know. Yeah, whatever. This yeah. is fine. Yeah. This is what people like us, right? Exactly. Let's pretend that this is bumbling mediocrity. <laughs> 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 <laughs>